What is up? Ouch. Still studies. Happy Friday, everyone. Is it a happy Friday? Yeah, I know a lot of you stayed up last night, watched that game, 29-14 loss to the Cleveland Browns, but it's okay. We will get through this together. Keep your head high. It's a natural part of the season, but I'm appreciative for you joining me here today in beautiful studyings for episode number 420. My gratitude to you here on this Friday, September 23rd, 2022. It's my mom's birthday today. Happy birthday, mom. Too bad it wasn't a Steelers victory as a gift, but what have you, it is what it is. Anyway, today on the show, we are going to dive in to the Pittsburgh Steelers loss to the Cleveland Browns. Talk about what went right, (laughs) the very little, The positives, there were positives here. There was growth in this game. We have to acknowledge that. And we're also going to talk about those areas for improvement, which there are plenty. We're going to get into all that. But before I do, thank you, thank you, thank you for being a supporter of The Still Study, for listening, reading, and sharing my work with your family and friends. It truly does mean the world to me. Yen's beautiful, beautiful studyings. Don't forget about the podcast that I do with Jim Wexel over on his site, The Still City Insider. It is linked in the show notes. Don't forget that The Still Study is now on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe and get daily updates to your feed. And I would love to connect with you. Please leave me a comment at the bottom of the page on the articles. Hit me up via email at thestillstudy at gmail.com. And give me a follow on Twitter at Still Study. Would love to connect with you. Okay, let's go. Let's take a look at this thing. 29-14. Where do we start? Do we start with the bad? Do we start with the good? Let's start with the, the good first. So, first half offensively, we did see some improvements. They were moving the football down the field, which you have to acknowledge. The movement of the ball down the field really came out of the up-tempo Offense. They were running without a huddle. Mitch was hurrying the players to the line. And they established some momentum there. They were getting chunks. Their running game was producing. Finally, Najee Harris had several nice carries. Was pushing the pile forward. Jalen Warren just showing that he is a find as an undrafted rookie free agent. Even though he fumbled, whatever, those things are going to happen. But props to that running game for being solid in the first half. And being that the running game was solid, you have to give credit to that offensive line. Really had a nice showing. It was their best showing all season. And if they could build on that and get better, then maybe this could be a decent running game. Kudos to the team for pass protection. Dan Moore kept Miles Garrett quiet all night and kept him off the stat sheet. No sacks. Now, he did have some help. He did get overpowered at times, but in general, overall, they kept him in check. Thought the offensive line played well. There were times where Mitch Trubisky played well. Well for Mitch Trubisky. So, you know, there there definitely were some bright spots offensively. Got to mention that catch that George Pickens had, the body control, one-handed, the comparisons that were being made to Odell Beckham now. 
Pickens catch was a first down. It wasn't a touchdown like Beckham's. I don't think it's quite at that level, but it does give a glimpse of the potential and the talent that he does have. The team just needs to get him more involved in the offense. Pat Freyermuth had some nice catches there towards the end of the game. And defensively, I don't know if I could even give kudos or props to anybody for anything positive. I really can't. So I would say just in general, overall, those were the the bright spots, the highlights that emerged out of the contest from this game. And I'm leaving uh, an entire unit out, which speaks to how abysmal the defense was. And I'm going to get to that, but let's stick with the offense in terms of the areas that need to be improved there, whether or not they can. Again, the second half, things just kind of changed. It was kind of a tale of two halves. Again, I already said that Warren needs to work on his ball security because he did put it on the ground. That can't happen, especially in big moments. Thankfully, the Steelers were able to recover that ball. Deontay Johnson had a return of the drops. I think he had three drops in last night's game. You can't have that. You can't have that. Especially he signed his contract extension. They're making a long-term commitment to him. He's got to hold on to the football. And especially if he's going to make a stink about not getting opportunities to make catches. The one pass deep down the the field that Trubisky threw to him, hit him right in the hands. If he would have caught it, that would have been a huge play for the Steelers. Would have put them in range for at least a field goal. But you can't drop the football. You can't play winning football and drop the football, especially when you're as offensively challenged as the Steelers are. And I will say this too, and this is not a criticism of Trubisky, but this is the reality. You're seeing it, it wasn't a great game from Trubisky. He played okay, but he's about as close to the ceiling in terms of performance that you're going to see. He may have a good game every now and then, but you can't expect much more from him. I mean, that's just the reality of the situation. He's a career backup. He made some decent plays down the field, but he also had some just horrendous throws. And he is what he is. He's not going to lead the Steelers to the postseason without a dominant defense and without a dominant running game. And so far, we haven't seen either of those things from this team. So you see what happens when you couple an average quarterback with a defense that's performing below the standard and with a running game that just hasn't established itself yet. I'm not saying that to say that it's time for Kenny Pickett to come in because you don't want to rush that too quickly. And I know that fans are clamoring, saying, oh, it's time, it's time. You, you have to be patient with this. You have to give Trubisky a couple more games. And the reason why is you have to make sure the coaching staff wants to be certain that Pickett is ready to step in and take over as a starting quarterback. I said around game five or six that if Trubisky wasn't playing well, that it would be Kenny Pickett's time. We're getting close They have the Jets this weekend. That'll be week four. After that, they play the Bills. You don't throw Pickett into that game versus the Bills. 
you just don't do it. And then I believe following that game, it's the Buccaneers at home. I mean, that's they have a brutal defense. You're talking Tom Brady. But if there's a opportunity for him to come in, it would be at home against Tampa Bay. And maybe maybe that's the week where he comes in. The following week, I think they're in Philly, and then it's the bye. Maybe they wait till after the bye. Or maybe I just completely jacked up the order of games coming up. But my whole point is this. You want to give him some time. You don't want to make that jump immediately to throwing him in there. They're going to give Trubisky one or two more games. But you can't expect much more than what he's showing. You just It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. He is a fill-in for the time being until they feel that Kenny is ready to go. Now, the other piece, too, is Mason is sitting there inactive as well. I don't know if he gives you much more as a starter, but that's also a possibility. But the only way that we would see him is if Pickett went in there and was just worse than Trubisky. The other thing, too, is if we're probably on the trajectory for a mediocre season, just based on where they're at right now. It's a long season. A lot of things can play out. But at best, you're probably looking at nine and eight again, right? Or maybe an eight and nine season. Tomlin's been able to do that with the worst of units. This team will need a catalyst in order for them to become a winning football team. And what do I mean by a catalyst? They need a player who could come in and really just elevate and lift this team just based on his charisma and spirit, his intangibles, and that person could be Kenny Pickett. So it could be. There's a possibility. Is it likely? No. But, again, you've... What we've seen from Trubisky, he is what he is. You see what type of play you're going to get from him. He might have a little bit better of a game, but that's the type of ball you're going to get from Mitch Trubisky. The team needs a catalyst offensively. Maybe that's Kenny Pickett. When they're ready, they'll shift over to him. Again, I'm going to say that Tampa Bay Buccaneers game in Pittsburgh will be his first start. Defensively, what in the world? You had all offseason to improve that rush defense. And it looked just as bad as it did last season. I thought Larry Ogunjobi was supposed to be an upgrade over Chris Wormley and Henry Mondo. And I know they're rotating guys in there to keep them fresh. Tyson Alulu back out there. I saw Tyson Alulu get knocked over, bowled over, knocked on his back. Cam Hayward, I saw him get knocked over. What the hell is going on with this defensive line? The inside backers were active. I'll give props to Devin Bush and Miles Jack. Together they had over 20 tackles. But this defensive, I just don't get it with this defensive line. They're talented or are we fooled into thinking that they're more talented than, than, than they actually are? It's confusing to me. The secondary, I was encouraged by Kella Witherspoon's play the last two weeks. Even though he gave up that touchdown, I thought he had good coverage. But, man, he was just behind Amari Cooper 
all night last night. He looked lost. And he looked overmatched in the running game. Like he couldn't come up and make stops. And that was a criticism of him is that he was suspect in defending the run. Well, we saw that on full display last night. Terrell Edmonds played his worst game that we've seen in two years. Minka disappeared. Cam Sutton and Levi Wallace had okay games. They were maybe the little tiny bright spots. But just overall, this defense was terrible. Outside backers, Alex Hyde-Smith had an okay game. Malik Reed, I don't know what he was doing. But man, how how much did they miss TJ Watt? But even still, even if they had TJ out there, the defense would be a little bit better. But, eh. And I know a lot of people are saying, well, they're, they're tired, they're fatigued from that overtime game against Cincinnati, which could be true. They're playing on a short week from New England. Could be true, but that's all excuses. The bottom line is they have a lot of work to do. And here's the best thing that I can offer up. Just they're building a nucleus of young players now to eventually turn into a championship caliber team. That They're definitely in a transitional period. If you're having expectations for them to be world beaters, they are not there yet. <laughs> and they may not get there this season. They're building. The only thing that's going to push this team <clears throat> is a catalyst. And the catalyst would have to be Kenny Pickett. Because Mitch Trubisky isn't going to get it done. Again, that's that's not me being critical. And I'm not saying that when Pickett comes in that he's going to be all world. But at least he gives the fan base hope. At least he gives the, the team hope. We'll have to see how it all plays out. But don't fear, studyins. There are plenty of games to go. It's only week three. They got 10 days off. They're going to come back at it. We knew that this was going to be a challenging season. Don't give up on your team. Keep your head high. And you know what? It is Friday. Enjoy your Friday today. Do something positive for yourself and someone else. The Steelers have 14 games to go. You know that Kenny Pickett era is coming eventually. And remember, on this beautiful Friday, it's still beautiful, guys. And even with the loss, life is beautiful in the black and gold. Peace, everyone. Have a great weekend.